the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Five O, live free. Welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I am your host, Pat Oni. I hope that each and every one of you had a fantastic and delicious Thanksgiving. Uh, I know that I did. It was pretty low key. Um, we spent uh, some time with my wife's aunt and uncle and um, their side of the family uh, for Thanksgiving this year, and it was just—it was nice. It was low key. It was relaxing. It was what. Everyone would have wanted. The food was great. We we slowly drifted into food comas afterwards uh, and just, just had a good time and enjoyed each other's company. But I wanted to just start off the show today with something um, that Andrew Coppins actually sort of did the other day, um, right before we actually broke for uh, Thanksgiving break. And that is he read the proclamation, Thanksgiving proclamation by Abraham Lincoln. I wanted to do something very similar to that, and then I'm going to read the proclamation from what I believe to, or who I believe to be the this nation's greatest president of all time, uh, George Washington. Um, and so um, I'm going to read his Thanksgiving proclamation of 1789. Whereas it is the duty of nations to acknowledge and the providence of Almighty God to obey His will to be grateful for his benefits and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States, a day of public Thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts, the many signals and favors of all the almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity Peaceful, peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Now I therefore, now therefore I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th of November, next to be devoted to the people of, the, of these states to the service of the great and glorious being who is the, benefit, the bene, beneficiate author of all the the good of that was, that is, and that will be. That we may be then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation for the signal and manifold mercies and the favorable interpositions of his providence which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war. For the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have 
since enjoyed for the peaceable and rational manner in which we have been enabled to establish constitutions of governments for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed and the means we have acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge in general for all the great various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. And also that it may unite the most humbly offering our prayer and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions to enable us, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several relative duties properly and punctually to render national government a blessing to all people by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed, to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as have shown kindness unto us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and to increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best. Uh, given under my hand the New York City, City of New York, the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1789. Um, this was done by our first president, George Washington. Um, I read this one because it, it, it really kind of ties into where I really want to start the show. And uh, because I came across an article that that made me question, are we now gathering to give Thanksgiving? Are we gathering in a time of oppression? And I thought of this, and I, I started thinking about, well, how do we get out of it? That, that That's where I ended up in my bottom line is, how do we get out of it? And to kind of go backwards on this a little bit, I guess, uh, the the way out is to put our faith in, in God, again, as a nation. Um, however, whatever that looks like for each individual is up to the individual, but as a nation that we put our faith in God, we've become more and more a secular nation over time. And as we've become more secular, we have um, consequently given more power to man rather than uh, glory unto God. And I think that's a large part of at least of why we are where we are today. And I started thinking about the things that I was grateful for um, this Thanksgiving and First and foremost, I, I, you know, when I get on my knees every night and, and I start thinking about what I'm grateful for, it's always God. God, God is always first, always first. And then I think, then I find myself thanking God for my wife. I thank God for the opportunities that I have, for the opportunity to be able to put on a radio program every week, for the um, opportunity to have a voice. Uh, to be able to do such a show, to be able to to speak on the things of which I know and to pass on these things 
to you, the audience. And then I find myself thanking God for each and every one of you. Because without you, I have no show. This isn't about just the things that I say. This is about you, the listener. You, the people. You that give this network, this show, its very life. And that I come here every week not just to speak and to to say things behind a microphone, but to entertain, to give people something to think about, to um, challenge ideas and the status quo, uh, to promote liberty and prosperity, um, freedom, uh, individual rights, principles, mostly principles. I am great grateful that I am able to, in some fashion stand for these things and that I find myself thinking God that that I and all of you because you don't listen to shows like this if you don't have the courage to stand up for what's right and so I thank God for that I think I find myself thanking him for many other things too such as modern medicine um the country I live in, the job that I have, the the ability to be able to put food on the table for my family. Without him, I have none of these things. We have none of these things without him. And the biggest the biggest takeaway from from President Washington's Thanksgiving Day proclamation is that we must give thanks. To the Almighty God, to the one that that gave us everything that we have today, including, by the way, our trials and tribulations. And comparing this year to last year, we all know that really the last two years, almost two years now, have been some of the most difficult in modern history with the COVID-19 pandemic. We know this. It is a trial and tribulation that we are going through as a nation, whether we like it or not. I, th- I find myself thanking God for giving us these trials and tribulations because what it does at the end of the day is it shows us what we have And what we're working towards. It showed us the corruption of our own government. It showed us the the weakness in our own hearts. The weakness in terms of, oh crap. Am I willing to stand up for what I believe in? And it's shown how many of us have fallen to fear. But then it's also shown us how many of us are willing to stand up in the face of fear. There is so much still going on with this coronavirus pandemic. And if we're being oppressed at all in, in, in these modern times, I, I dare say much of this has come from the COVID-19 pandemic. We have been asked to... Give up our rights, if not for a time, for the sake of public safety. 
but isn't oppression essentially defined by any of those that would dare take our rights away or dare come after our rights for the sake of whatever cause have you? Is that not oppression? Especially when these rights are God-given. When a right is God-given, no man, regardless of circumstance, has the right to take that from you. That is perhaps the first and most basic principle of liberty is that you have unalienable God-given rights and no one can take it away. It can, however, be given away. And many of us would be willing to give our rights away. But are we really oppressed? This is the question that I came back to. Are we really, truly oppressed? I think the answer should be yes, we, we are. We are being oppressed in this time. I, th- I think it should be unequivocally obvious. However, I could make the argument that we're not. I could make that argument. I don't believe in that argument, but I could make that argument. But why, why isn't it so obvious that we are oppressed? I mean, oppression doesn't have to be staring down the barrel or waiting for the gallows to uh, feel like you're being oppressed. It doesn't necessarily mean a prison sentence or that you're being discriminated against. Even though I can make the argument over this last year, especially since the vaccine has come out, that we have been very much discriminated against, whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated. When your vaccination status should most definitely be private and no one else's business. Just like all of your healthcare choices should be private and no one else's business. But let's let's just take fear, the fear factor out of COVID-19 for, for just... Just a second, because that is how we justify the self-inflicted, because I would argue all of this is self-inflicted oppression, is that if we take the fear out of it, we're still being restricted. We have the right to gather. We have the right to assemble that is guaranteed within our First Amendment rights, and those Ten first ten Bill of Rights are argumentably unalienable God-given rights. And they are not up for debate, but yet we still have restrictions. We still have certain places where we have to wear masks. We still have our government. Our government right now is trying to force vaccines on everyone. And people are having to choose between their jobs, their livelihoods, and getting a shot. Yet there are no real repercussions on anyone as of right now on if anyone has a negative effect to the vaccine. No one can really sue or do anything. You are taking this 
experimental drug at your own free will and choice. And now the government is trying to force you to make that choice. Despite what other risk factors might be for you. But here we are. So why do so many Americans, why? Why do so many feel that we are not oppressed? I don't know that I have the answer. I don't know that I have the answer, but maybe I have a piece of that answer. And I, the only thing I could really come up with, yes, you've got a media that, that pushes panic porn. You have experts that are also pushing the panic porn agenda. And by experts, I mean experts. And then all of this is being done in the name of safety. Whatever happened to warning dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery? Because that is the precedent that we are now setting up for the future. For the future, this is what is being set up to us. This is what is happening to us right now in this time. What kind of precedence does this set? If the government can force us to get vaccinated for this, what else can they force us to do? Where is the line drawn? Because here's what I can tell you right now. Everyone seems to think, well, this could just be solved by a simple vote. No, it can't. Very rarely does a vote ever truly solve anything. Yes, it might replace certain elected officials. It might... Um, repeal or um, ensure certain laws at the end of the day. But if we aren't rooted in God at the end of the day, then all of it will be for nothing. Because as I've been saying, that, that we have gone through many times in history, many times we have had Thanksgivings and holiday seasons and Christmas during times of trials and tribulations, Washington himself crossed the Delaware on Christmas. So there have been times where this time of year has been hard on this nation for multiple different reasons. But if we are, if we are truly truly rooted in God and we give thanks and we show gratitude to the almighty then we will be on the right side at the end of the day we may have to go through hell to get to where we're going but we will be on the right side at the end of this if we would just put our trust and our faith and God and root ourselves in him as a nation as we used to be because right now right now we're not and speaking of well before I get into the the what's going on with the coronavirus I should probably tell you about uh, prepare with mojo 50 first because we now have another variant of COVID-19 out there called the Omicron variant. 
With that being said, I don't know what's going to happen with this new variant. I don't know what our government's going to attempt to do. I don't know what's going to happen to people's jobs tomorrow. There's a supposed predictions of a, a recession within the next year or so. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen, folks. What I do know is this. If you're prepared, you can weather the storm. If you root yourself in God as well, it'll also help you weather the storm. But by doing so and by getting prepared and by going to preparewithmojo50.com, you are setting yourself up with a good food storage to cut down on those grocery bills, to be able to become self-sufficient. All it is, is you can go to preparewithmojo50.com, find yourself the right emergency food supply kit or even several emergency food supply kits and get them into your food storage. This food will stay good for on your shelf for up to 20 Five years. 25 years. This will stay good. So it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. All you got to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. Get prepared today. Get prepared today. Do not waste time. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. Okay, so we have a new variant of... COVID-19, and it's called the Omicron variant, and I, I don't know a ton about this so far, but let me tell you what I do know. First of all, we well, I, I just established it's called the Omicron variant. It was, a, it was the first detected in South Africa, and it is spreading like crazy within South Africa. Now, is that where it started? Probably not. It probably came from somewhere else. Um, it's also spread to places like Botswana and Hong Kong, which, by the way, if it's spread to Hong Kong and Botswana, it's probably spread to other places as well. It just hasn't been detected yet. For all I know, it actually could already be in the United States. I don't know, and I can't say that for certain, but there is a chance that that is the case. Case numbers in South Africa were at uh, 200 per day within the last, with well, it was a few weeks ago, um, probably around the beginning of the month. So about it was a, all pretty much an all time low, um, about 200 a day. Then all of a sudden, it went up to about 1,200 per day, and then as of Thursday of this last week, we were at 2,465 new cases per day. Uh, this variant supposedly. Um, has a constellation of 30 new mutations. Um, and that would bring question to things like um, immunity evasion and what's the transmissibility rate um, for this. Um, supposedly, it is also more transmissible among younger people as well. So that's what I know. That is what I know about this right now. I, I They're saying that this could be worse than Delta. But here's the thing. They have said this about coronavirus before, where it's going to get really bad and then it doesn't. At some point, you would think that they're going to be right about this. At some point. Um, you know, yes, was Delta... Delta was more transmissible. 
um, than the out than the original alpha variant. Um, it it was more transmissible, but not necessarily more deadly. Um, this Omicron variant, I don't know what death rates are on this yet. I don't know that there's really a ton of data on it yet because it's still so n- new of a variant and it's just starting to um, really make it spread in South Africa, at least. Um, now, how is it going to impact the rest of the world? I, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, what I do know is that the international community has been talking about it. And and here's here's some of the things that they said. Uh, the UK Health Secretary, Saeed, uh, told reporters that there were concerns that the new variant may be more transmissible than the Delta strain and current vaccines may be less effective against, uh, against it. Uh, Israel reported on the threshold of emergency situation over the new variant. Um, one scientist, Tom Peacock, a virologist at Imperial College in the UK, reportedly described the variant's combinations of mutations as horrific and warned it and what and warned it had the potential to be worse than nearly anything else, including the dominant Delta strain. Uh, according to the AP, another UK scientist, Lawrence Young, a virologist at University of Warwick, described the variant as spreading rapidly and as the most heavily mutated version of the virus that, that, we, that we've seen. So I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I do have some more questions coming up here on Mojo Five O about this right after the break. So stay tuned. I will be right back right after this. <music> refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings fast track student loans can get your student loans out of default stop any wage garnishments stop collection calls and stop seizure of your tax refund give yourself a break stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as 25 dollars a month based on what you can afford to pay 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395 If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581. What? Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine.
Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I am your host, as always, Pat Oni. Uh, follow me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. Also on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and also over on the locals. Um, you can go to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe and become a subscriber over there for just five bucks a month. Um, locals has merged with Rumble. Um, and we are working on some things there and going to be doing some extra content here very soon. So you will want to become a subscriber at criticalthinking.locals.com um, backslash subscribe. You'll definitely want to check that out. And don't miss Critical Thinking right here on Mojo Five O with Andrew Coppins every Monday through Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, and don't forget to also tune in to Defending 2A with Jason Gouffre right after um, this show. Um, at 5 p.m. Eastern. And yes, my show is pre-recorded. It airs every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern every week. So be sure to tune in to this show as well. So last I left you, I, I had some questions about this new Omnicron variant because there, there, there's not a lot of information that I've I've been able to find yet to really be able to determine you know, is this going to be worse, bad, about the same, um, or or better than than what we've been up against the last couple of years? In truth, I don't know yet. I don't think there's enough data on it yet to be able to say one way or another. Um, it was just detected in South Africa here very recently. Um, so how, where it is spread to, where it started, I don't know. Um, they're saying it seems to be more transmissible among young people and that it's got a lot of different mutations to it, which would bring into question what kind of immunity would you have if you've been vaccinated and what the transmissibility rate is going to be of um, this Omicron variant as well. That, that's what we know. That is what we know as of right now. But I have questions. First of all, we, we keep pushing this vaccine, we, and, and they're pushing the booster on everyone right now as well. And because that, that is what's going to stop the spread of this Delta variant, right? But yet we have reports out there that the more we get vaccinated, the more we do boosters, the more we do things like this, it's going to just cause more and more variants. So if that's the case, if the vaccine is waning in its, effect, in, in its efficacy against COVID-19, why would we keep pushing it until we can actually come up with something that's a safer um, and B more effective against this variant to this disease, right? What else can we do? I don't know. Um, but I do know that just making people get a vaccine for the sake of getting a vaccine could actually make this worse for us in the long term. And this is by the way, according to other virologists out there and that people that have actually studied infectious disease are saying, hey, the more boosters we push, the more variants that we could potentially create. That is a possibility. So why would we keep pushing the vaccine? And why would we keep pushing this vac these vaccines in particular if they are especially not effective against the Omicron variant should it come here? And it's my opinion it's likely already is here but we'll we'll see time time will tell my next question would be is what kind of other alternative treatment plans are going to be in place will ivermectin be something that 
the experts will finally agree upon in treating COVID-19 because it's worked with other variants, you know, the Delta and the Alpha variant around the country or around the, around the country, around the globe. So would it be effective against the Omicron variant? If so, should that not be more readily available? What other treatments are going to be available? Um, how's our government going to react to this, by the way? Are they going to impose more restrictions? President Biden's already come out and limited travel from South Africa. So, as well as other countries have as well. Other countries like the UK have done this as well. So, what is our government going to do? What are, what are our state governments going to do? Are there going to be more restrictions put in place now that we are headed more into uh, cold and flu season as well? Um, in terms of being able to dine indoors, um, are, are, are mask mandates going to be attempted to come back? You know, w- what is going to happen? And then what are we prepared to do? What are we prepared to do as American citizens? Are we prepared to stand up against any kind of tyranny or uh, unjust laws and mandates when it comes to this pandemic as many of us have been. Um, where Are we going to draw the line? Where does this end? When does the panic stop? Because while I don't know much about this variant, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and worry myself to death because there's a new variant out there. This was always going to happen whether we like it or not. And this is, this is the natural way of life. You know, viruses evolve over time, or at least they tend to. Yes, it's possible that this virus could have just died off, but it is here to stay, and it appears to be continuing to mutate. And as Andrew Coppins has accurately predicted, this is more likely going to be a endemic rather than a pandemic, something like the flu, where... The flu just does not go away. It doesn't end because it continues to mutate and change, which is why we have various vaccines of the flu every year, and it becomes a crapshoot of the vaccine. Is that going to be the case for COVID-19? And what are you prepared to do? Are you going to be prepared? Are you going to start, you know, maybe consulting your doctor? I mean, like, okay, what can I do to pre- pre- prepare for COVID-19? Because it, it doesn't really seem to matter if I'm vaccinated or not, that we should all be prepared to get COVID-19 at some point in the first place. So if that's going to be the case, why not talk to your doctor and ask what you can do to be prepared? Should you get COVID-19? What can you do? What things should you have on hand in your home to be able to treat COVID-19? And I'm sorry for all of you that don't like the idea of ivermectin because it's not proven, even though it kind of is. Um, If your doctor recommends ivermectin um, to, to someone and you don't like it, just go find a hole because it's none of your business. All I'm saying is find a doctor, ask them what you can do to be prepared to face COVID-19. If that means getting vaccinated, depending on what your health circumstances are, I would take that. I would. I, I would I would very seriously consider getting the vaccine 
if my doctor is sitting there telling me, hey, this might be a good idea, given your individual circumstances. So if you have comorbidities and things like that, it might be worth the risk. So consult your doctor, I think, is the first place to start. And then do whatever it takes to get prepared. Whatever that means for you, be prepared. And then just, (laughs) I can't stress this part enough. Everyone just mind their own business when it comes to this pandemic and let people handle this on how they see fit for themselves and for their own families. I can't, I can't stress that enough. However, in light of this Omicron variant and, and in light of the holidays being here, um, I have a little something, something to share with each and every one of you, which we actually um, shared this on Critical Thinking yesterday, but I'm going to share it again here because it's hilarious and it needs to be played and replayed and shared all over the place. So before I do that, though, if you haven't yet gone to Romika Designs, do so now. Christmas might as well be here. And with shipping and labor costs or, or, or labor shortages and all that sort of stuff going on, I would start thinking about getting your Christmas gifts, Christmas shopping and your Christmas gifts done now. And if you need an idea, go to RomikaDesigns.com. You can find all sorts of great custom engraving stuff there. All you got to do is go to RomikaDesigns.com backslash the Pat Arnie Show, and you can get 10% off if you use the promo code PAT. Like I said, they've got all sorts of great stuff there. I've gotten stuff from there before. You can get stuff for your business um, if you're looking to to maybe rebrand and um, spice up your business here and going into 2022. This could be a really good thing for you as well. Again, go to RomikaDesigns.com backslash the Pat Oni Show. Use the promo code PAT. It's RomikaDesigns.com backslash the Pat Oni Show. Use the promo code PAT. Get 10% off your purchase today. So, um, a few of us here at Mojo Five O, and, and by a few of us, I mean myself, Andrew Coppins, and Chris Branham, um, put a little something something together. And by that, I mean mostly Chris and mostly Andrew. Um, I had a small part to play, but... Um, they came up with a very Fauci Christmas volume two. Why? Because this is the second Christmas that we are going through the coronavirus. So without further ado, let's have a little bit of levity when it comes to this new variant coronavirus bullcrap because we just we just need it. So here we go. Oh, oh, oh. I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. Santa Claus is good to go. Did you enjoy celebrating our true Lord and Savior, Anthony Fauci, last year? Well, we here at Vaxed Up, Masked Up Records are back for another year of fear and frivolity. That's right. It's a very Fauci Christmas. Volume 2, starring Andrew Coppins and Jen Psaki's little brother, just to name a few of the big stars for this year's Ode to Dr. Fauci. The hit duo is back to celebrate St. Fauci with another set of holiday classics. And if you don't listen, you're an unclean, disinformation-listening, horse-deworm-pill-popping fool. So, don't be like your red-pilled neighbors or family members 
then come celebrate the occasion with hits such as Fauci Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Fauci got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as karma But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Grandpa may be watching football And drinking beer and playing cards But that's because he got his booster shot Like our Lord and Savior told him to So don't forget yours Or none of those things will happen for you this Fauchmas But speaking of family, we all know moms everywhere love St. Fauci and his Christmas turtleneck. Who could resist such a handsome devil? Which, of course, reminds me of our next song on A Very Fauci Christmas Volume 2. I saw mommy kissing St. Fauci underneath the mistletoe last night. Oh, ho, ho, hey now. This is a family album. Besides, are they both vaxxed? If not, why are they not standing six feet apart and wearing masks indoors? Ew. But at least we know he's making his list, and he's checking it twice. You better believe he knows if you've been vaxxed or not. So get your jabs, for goodness sake. If you do... You may experience 12 days of Fauci-ouchies, but it's totally worth it. After all, do you want to take the 0.003% chance of dying? All numbers presented are according to the CDC. And since St. Fauci only visits those who fulfill his wishes, here's another bribe. Er, I mean, holiday classic. On the first day of Fauci Miss, my true love sent to me a Pfizer shot in a Walgreens. On the second day of Fauci Miss, my true love sent to me two days of eggs and a Pfizer shot in a Walgreens. That's right. You're a good citizen of the world. And you're making sure all your loved ones are double-vaxxed. Nay, triple-vaxxed this Christmas season. Who cares about being sick over the holidays when you're protecting the already protected in your family? Aren't you just already dreaming of a Fauci Christmas anyway? I'm dreaming of a Fauci Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the media glisten and children listen to Fauci and take their jabs now. What better Christmas gift is there than getting your five-year-old a double shot of Pfizer? It's truly a Christmas miracle, courtesy of our Lord and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And if you don't want to listen to him, he's got a message for you. It's beginning to look a lot like Germany Everywhere you go Take a look in the 5 and 10 Lockdown once again With turtlenecks and silver hair glow 
It's beginning to look a lot like Germany Jazz for everyone But the prettiest sight to see Are the cops that will be on your own front door All of these hits and more can be yours for free 99 Courtesy of the federal government Because just like your jab Everyone needs to hear this message In fact, we have one heck of a deal for you Because we're including volume one for you Just pay shipping and handling It includes such hits as We wish you a merry Fouchmas Do you take Rimdisivir? Last Fouchmas I wish it could be Fouchmas every day and the smash TikTok phenomenon, Fauci-mas in Harlem. What a hip-hop classic that was. Done by the man himself. Because it's all about getting the black folks their jabs. Er, um, that important African-American door-to-door outreach program. Who can pass up on a two-for-one deal? If that's not enough, we'll also throw in some rim disavere. For your home COVID remedies, it's sure to work wonders, and it's a $3,000 value. All yours, free. Even if ivermectin could cost you pennies on the dollar and actually work better, but we wouldn't want misinformation to ruin your holiday festivities. I love that lawyer guy. Hurry up now. Supplies are limited. Not by production issues, mind you. But the incredible work of Pete Buttigieg and the fine folks at the Department of Transportation. From all of us here at Vaxed Up, Masked Up Records, Merry Fouchmas, you vaccinated animals. You, you know, I do have a question um, about this this uh, this Christmas album, um, because I, I feel like I've been very clear on this, that uh, I... I'm in no way in shape or form Jen Psaki, nor do I have any relation whatsoever to Jen Psaki. We have one thing in common and one thing only, and it is that we are both gingers. That's it. There is no other thing. If you notice in the very beginning of this, they mentioned Jen Psaki's little brother. Um, I am not Jen Psaki's little brother. I just want to make sure that everyone's clear on that. But uh, make sure that you go to Vax Up Mask Up Records and get your copy of A Very Fauci Christmas, Volume 2. Um, you can actually find it on the Critical Thinking Rumble page as well um, to, to share and uh, give out to all of your friends and family um, for a very wonderful, very satirical uh, Fauci-mas this Christmas. That being said, with what time I've got left, I, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with this whole inflation thing, um, because we're at least as what three quarters of the apparently people believe, um, and this includes Republicans and Democrats and independents, um, the, the Hill was reported that um, all of them feel that a... Uh, Recession is likely within the next year. In fact, um, to be even more clear on this, 
Um, the survey found that 81% of registered Republican voters said that the U.S. economy will likely enter a recession, with 19% saying the recession won't happen. 70% of registered Democratic votes voters agreed that recession will likely happen in the next 12 months, with 74% of independent voters agreeing as well, according to the poll. But, but... To, to listen to the Biden administration and other key uh, leftists out there, uh, you wouldn't think that this is happening at all anytime soon. Um, and that inflation is actually a good thing. Well, huh, okay. Um, do, they, do they even study economics at all, by the way? Um, I'm going to start with I'm going to go through a few, some of these here, but I'm going to start with Jen Psaki. Um, and because she had said that it's, it's only a dollar. Uh, I don't know if you've, uh, cooked Turkey before, but a 20 pound Turkey is a pretty big Turkey. I think we can all agree. There's about $1 more. There are about $1 more. So not to minimize that. And any increase in prices is something the president is concerned about. But I want to be clear that there is abundance of turkeys available. There's about $1 more for a 20-pound bird, which is a huge bird if you're feeding a big family. Okay, well, the only thing accurate that she said there is that a 20-pound bird is a pretty big bird and will feed a pretty big family. She's not wrong. Um, we, we had one of those for, I believe, seven people, and we had plenty of leftovers. Um, so yeah, a 20 pound bird will feed a lot. However, um, as, as we said the other day on critical thinking, you, you can't, you can't find, I can't find data that says a 20 pound turkey is only a dollar more. It might be a dollar per pound more. That would be m- more sense, but not just, yeah, it, no, mm-mm. doesn't work that way. Um, Next one, we have MSNBC's Joy Reid. Yay! I always love hearing from Joy Reid. Why? Because she just makes it very easy to find good content for the show. She said, there's a lot of Americans who, despite having gotten the shots and checks, are still telling pollsters that he's accomplished nothing, or almost nothing, which I find amazing. I guess they spent their whole $2,000. Now they're not happy anymore, but does it matter? Basically, what she's saying is, where's your gratitude for your $2,000 stimulus check? Um, Joy Reid, to put this to you very, very simply, the stimulus contributed to this inflation problem. And if we didn't shut down everything for COVID and we didn't put restrictions on things and we didn't make people, you know, choose between their jobs and their livelihoods um, to to get a jab and we didn't uh, make people give up said jobs and livelihoods during the beginning of the pandemic, which, you know, now they no longer really have, we wouldn't have had need for said stimulus in the first place, which I won't say that we wouldn't still be facing an inflation problem because I don't know. But I will say this, at least this wouldn't be a contributor. So she clearly has no idea how any of this works. 
Then we have New York Times writer Sarah uh, Jeong. I uh, said, rich people are flipping their crap. Um, okay. She said that the cost of low-wage households to cover their commuting costs, grocery bills, and rent are eating into ju- into the jump they have seen in wages. Okay. That's, that's not necessarily accurate, but all right. Uh, and then we have uh, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain. Inflation is a first-world problem. Well, if you can remember all the uh, tweet that he retweeted from Jason Furman, um, I, it was like a month or two ago that that happened. Um, his logic is pretty inverted and in that inflation hits wealthy Americans the hardest. Klain waited that the topic after seeing the message from Twitter from former President Barack Obama's economic advisor, Jason Furman. Most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chain, etc., are high-class problems. We wouldn't have had them if unemployment rate was still at 10%. We would instead have had a much worse problem. And he retweeted that, which actually, uh, by the way, was provably false. Then we have Stephanie, MSNBC Stephanie Roll. This is actually things are pretty great. Are they? Are they? The dirty secret here, Willie, while nobody likes to pay more on average, we have the money to do so. Household savings hit a record high over the pandemic. While the, the stock market isn't the economy, you have over half of American households with some investment in the markets, and the markets have hit record highs. Um, let, let, me, let me be clear on this. Um, inflation destroys savings. And by the way, this is backed up by economist Bettina Bain-Greaves um, from fee.org. That inflation actually destroy savings so does not does not work and then of course you have president joe biden and this is probably my favorite one saying you're welcome america things are getting back to getting better for american workers higher wages better benefits more flexible schedules balance sheets for american families are better families have more money in their pockets today than before the pandemic hit that's even after accounting for inflation. It's a testament to the economic policies we have fought so hard to pass to put into place, especially the American Rescue Plan. (laughs) Um, Economists are going to heavily, heavily, heavily disagree with him here. He says that economists agree that wages have not kept pace with inflation, which has been worsened by the politicians on both sides who have spent $6.4 trillion in COVID relief over the past year. Um, A senior researcher at Pew Research Center wrote that inflation has ticked up recently with consumer prices increasing uh, an increase of 4.8% in the second quarter of 2021 compared to the second quarter of 2020. Uh, Average hourly wages arose 4.6% in September from a year earlier, a healthy increase, but not enough to keep up with inflation. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
The truth is, our politician, political leaders have brought inflation by their own money and fiscal policies. Their promise to fight with their right hand and their conditions brought up on the left. Um, and so they're not really doing anything to combat inflation. The Biden administration is not doing They're making it worse. Plain and simple. And now with this new Omicron variant, what are they going to do to justify? What are they going to say to justify their crappy, crappy economic policies? And how will this impact the 2022 midterm? I think we all know. You can listen to The Pounding Show right here on Mojo 5 I'll be back Monday with Andrew Coppins on Critical Thinking. Until then, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, Brandon. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.